A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was wounded! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. And we are back. Hey. Nick, Anna, Nick, Anna, Nick. I yes. have another, I have an idea. Oh boy, here we go. Instead of quitting, let's, let's do another episode of this show. Okay, Nick, if that's what you really want. It's not only what I want, it is what I'm contractually obligated to do. Okay. So it's nice when, um, what you have to do and what you want to do meet. In the same wonderful project. Ooh, baby, do you know what it's worth? Ooh, heaven is a place on earth. That's the song that I hear every time I log in to do this show with you, Anna. Really? Why? Yep. Because I love this show, and I love doing it with you, and I hope it lasts forever. I hope they never stop making Below Decks. And even if they do stop making Below Decks, I hope that doesn't mean we have to stop doing this show. Well, I don't think they'll ever stop. Well, now, okay, let's count it. They got below deck. They got below deck med, below deck sailing. Yeah. Below deck oops all chefs. Okay. Are there any more? Oops all chefs isn't real, but okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, No, I mean, I mean, here's what we have left after this. We got season three med, which is what we'll go to next. Season three of med. And then we will go to season season six of below deck. And yes. then 
season four of Med, and then yes. season seven of Below Deck, and then season one of Below Deck Sailing, and then Below Deck Mediterranean season five, and then Below Deck season eight. Yes, if it is able to film and come out well, anytime yeah, soon. Well, yeah, they're going to film because they can, because rich people got it in January. All the rich yeah. people done are done with coronavirus. Yeah. It's just us uh, regular people. But you know what? That's what we signed up when we decided we wouldn't be interesting enough to be celebrities. Look, when I, when I signed up for TikTok for the 12th time, I thought things were going to be different this time. But I'll never be a dancer like Charlie. Charlie? Yeah, Charlie. Oh, Diamello or whatever her name is? Yeah. She's great. Yeah. Well, I've watched her TikTok. Agrees. She she is like she's on some next level shit. But she she is like 15, I feel. Isn't no, she? she just turned 16. So Okay, excuse me. I was wrong. Yeah, still creepy. Yeah, it's just so like uh I I believe that probably oh god, I just feel bad for like young women in this industry. Oh, there's no one I feel worse for than celebrities on the online oh the nightmare and they have to keep doing it that's the thing you know they can't stop doing it so well there's no way to stop so i feel bad for them wait you're not telling me that they can stop if they wanted to sure Oh, well, then I guess I don't feel bad for them anymore. Thank you for taking me through the entire range of emotions. Look, I've been in quarantine a long time. So, look, I've been losing it. But I think the only thing I'm not losing it on is that this show, Below Deck, had a great season five. Am I wrong or am I right? I enjoyed season five. But remember how last time I wasn't excited for Below Deck Med season two? You weren't. I'm actually excited for season... Below Deck Med season three. Yes, I am. Why? Who's back? I believe Adam's back, Hannah's back, yes, and yes. Captain Sandy. Yeah, baby, the top three. I feel in like my fuck book. As I, I, as I'm getting into my groove more of watching Below Deck, I love a new cast. I'm starting to love just like let's see who's new. Let's see what's new. I was getting kind of yeah. tired of the Bakers and the EJs and the Nikos. Like, I'm ready for a fresh start. That sucks. Um, all I oh. want is my boys back. Okay. I'm so disappointed every time I see a new person. I'm like, who's this piece of shit? What's he going to be like? I have the people that I love. You know, who do I love? Who have I said I loved on this show? Uh, Julia. Yeah. Who else? Uh, is that it? Oh, Dakota. Rocky, uh, you Rocky had a little Dakota. bit of love for Malia, and then you loved Sandy. No, no, I don't love Malia. Malia, a player, you know, I can't, I am in a different league. I'm in a good league. She in a bad league. Yeah, who else? I think that's, yeah, those are your lovers. Okay, so that's it. I haven't had a lover in a long time. Maybe I'll have a lover this year. Maybe. Wow, could you imagine me, a lover? Yes. Oh, man. You already you know, have a in lover. quarantine, I've gotten even better than I was, I think. Because we have the time to really perfect certain moves. 
You know, we'll download stuff off the internet and we will, you know, we'll get it. We'll do it until we get it right. Yeah. So I'm excited to show that off. No lie. I am also. Lyra and I were thinking about starting a podcast where we just talk about our fuck life. I mean. Guess guess what we were going to call it. One argument is you already do that kind of on here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If last episode was any. Right, right. I did get pretty, pretty graphic. What were you uh, going to Once call again, it? I want to shout out, shout out to my parents for listening to this show. I was going to call it fuck life. No, not a big deal. All right, let's let's get Wait, into what, it. These people oh, dressed up. Fuck life. Got it. They got makeup on. They got dresses. I can't wait to get into this. And That's right. Anderson Cooper has um, has uh, Andy. What's his fame? What's his name? Andy Cohen. Andy Cohen's nanny. Now that just happened in the news today. Ah, let's get into it. Yeah, so this is season five, episode 15. It's the reunion of season okay. five. Now, you might out there not be able to to watch this. Well, no, you can watch it. You just go to watch what happens live. But there is no, there are no old episodes of Watch What Happens Live on the Bravo app. There isn't? No. It's only seven, season 17 if you go on the Bravo app. Damn, doggy. That's not good. Well, it is, you know, what it is. So, yes, unless they you. have access to the Plex app, which does anyone just have access to the Plex app? Uh, yeah, anyone can have access, but they wouldn't have access to ours. Oh, I see. I'd have to share mine with them. Oh, so are you willing to do that? N- uh, no, I don't think I can. Why not? Cause it's I can't make it like public. I'd have to personally share it with every single person, and I am not about to go through that. No, just say it out loud right now. No, fool. Wow, you don't trust our audience. You heard no, it here first, folks. I just, uh, Nick Turner loves you and trusts you. I would give you any of my passwords if they were relevant to this show. However, I don't have any relevant passwords, so that's a lucky break for me. I just can't because it's not just mine, you know? Oh, because it also belongs to King iHeartRadio? No, it just, you know, it's a, it's a, it's not just, I can't, you know. Well, that's really disappointing. Oh, shut up, All right, up, back Nick. to the show. You know what you are? You're, you're a fucking Timothy Sykes. All right, guys. Uh, reunion time. You take, that, you take that back and you give me two compliments that are exactly the same because I love that compliment. So we learn that Bruno couldn't be there because of a visa issue. And apparently Chris Brown declined the invitation to go. And I think it's because wow. he's too busy getting laid. Maybe it's because everyone who gets fired does that. Not everyone. Yeah, name one. Hmm. Yeah, you're right. I guess Don came, but he uh, quit. Oh, Don did get fired. No, he quit, remember? No, I don't remember. Okay, well, he quit. Season two, man? That's crazy. That was a long time ago. Yeah, so um, we learned that this is the most random thing. Andy Cohen realizes that uh, Baker is related to politician Thomas Ravenel. Like, how is, I don't, who, what? 
Who is this oh, person? Oh yeah, he's my he's my daddy, y'all. No, he's not my cousin. He's actually my my great stepdad. I mean, I don't really understand the Who's like Thomas I don't Ravenel. I guess he's just some like American politician. Politician in America? It just feels so I like I thought this was a dictatorship. Like we get it, Andy. Thomas Cohen, Ravenel is an American though. politician and former state treasurer. He is the son of former South Carolina Congressman Arthur Ravenel Jr. Oh God. He's age fifty-seven from Charleston, South Carolina. All right, you want to play a little game? Sure. Who has more Twitter followers, me or Thomas Ravenel? I'm gonna say Thomas Ravenel. Ah! You're right. I know because I looked at his Twitter last night. Oh, shut up! I was curious. Oh, he's on the show. Southern charm. Is he really? That's, that's why he's oh. in Andy Cohen's orbit. Yeah, that's yes. genuinely why. Because oh, I was a... like, who fucking cares? What Unless has he's he been in the up Bravo family. During quarantine? Well, Southern Charm alum Thomas Ravenel bought a historic $1.8 million mansion. That's what he did this week. Well, good for him. Rich white guy, doing well. Here's something he retweeted. Can't blame him. Pat tried to frame him for rape. She tried to get his kids taken away and him locked up. She's an evil old lion wench. Hashtag Southern Charm. Wow, this show looks intense. Hmm. No, thank you. Okay. Maybe we could do this show after... Uh... I can't After take on any. Deck, I really we... can't take on any more shows. Okay, so uh, Nico it says he scattered his brother's ashes a month ago in Mexico, and he's doing a lot better. Him and his family are doing a lot better now that they've all had time to grieve. And um, they started the Tristan Scott Foundation to raise awareness for organ and tissue donation. And apparently, he agreed to agreed to do season two. He, I know he agreed to do this season two months after his brother passed away, and it was a tough decision. But he was already in St. Martin and grieving in his own way, so he decided to do it. What does that mean? Grieving in his own way in St. Martin on a bender, running from his emotions is probably more accurate. But what everyone grieves differently. Running, 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 running. Well, hmm. well, I wonder uh, if he's better now. Do we know anything about him? He, he never comes back to this show. No, well, we learn a little more later. But um, they get into Captain Lee having to work with a green crew, and Captain Lee doesn't want to answer uh, the question of who he wouldn't work with again. But they ask about Jen, and he says he doesn't know about her. And then he says jury's out on Bruno, and he says he definitely wouldn't work with Chris Brown again. Rude. Uh, Kate says she did have a tough season because she was doing extra work for people and splitting the uh, tip with them. Sorry, Nico's Instagram says he's a local 130 plumber, baby. I thought he was going to buy a... Well, I guess we'll get into it. I guess we're going to hire him for our plumbing needs. So Kate says she did have a tough season because she was doing extra work for people and splitting the tip evenly with all of them. And the other crew doesn't understand how much work she's doing. So it's not great. Oh my God, he's with Brie. He is currently with Brie, or at least was 
as of Easter, um, Brianna is the name of his current girlfriend who is different from the Brie from the season. Okay, you're dumb as fuck. Isn't that crazy? Because I just looked at Brianna, Brie, our Brie's Instagram, and she's like on a boat traveling across the U.S. right now. Yeah, the, I was having a little ocean fun. right now. Sorry, I'll never have fun again. Yeah, well, fuck off. What? So uh, EJ thought that Chris Brown showed initiative to a lot of stuff, and Bruno always felt entitled, so it came... It came down between the two of them of who should be fired, in his opinion. And Captain Lee says he definitely thinks he fired the right guy, and that right guy being Chris Brown. And Baker thinks Chris Brown was just the weakest link, so it was unfair to be put on the boat with no experience. But he was either going to sink or swim, and unfortunately, he sunk. Mm. Uh, Captain well, Lee. Captain Lee said eventually. Did he? Captain Lee says him and Kate were technically the ones who were dealt a shitty hand, even though Chris uh, Brown said he was. And Nico says Chris was amazing and funny, but his work ethic wasn't where it needed to be. And Kyle said the, said the boat felt different this time when he arrived, and it didn't feel like the same old valor he was used to from the season before. Um, he's been with Brianna, the new Brianna, for two and a half years. They must have gotten together right after this reunion. Yeah, as he was probably, he probably texted the wrong Brianna in his phone because he was trying to text Arbry and then he just like stuck with it. Um, do you think so? Yeah, you know, probably. I, I do have friends that got together that way. That's the plot I have for friends the that wrong... got together through wrong texts. That's the plot for the wrong Missy on Netflix. Oh, yeah, that was a good movie. I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. It was so much better than Miss Congeniality. <laughs> okay, well, times have changed. Uh, <laughs> so they get into Nico and EJ's tough relationship, and Nico apologizes to EJ about the way he treated him, and he said that it was bad, and he would have been shitty to anyone who arrived because he was just in a bad headspace and felt attacked and, and hurt by Captain Lee hiring a bosun, and Captain Lee now doesn't think Nico deserved to be bosun or well, no, he doesn't think Nico deserved to be bosun right away when they first started. But um, they asked Nico about the line where he says, if I'm not bosun tomorrow, I quit. And he says, well, I really did want to leave at that time. I was in a, I was really losing it. Uh, and at the time, EJ said he found his apology. Also, he doesn't know how threats work. You can't threaten the bosun that you're going to leave. If you're not bosun. What's the bosun going to do? <laughs> what? That is the worst threat I've ever heard. Yeah, like, it, it felt like he was trying to be like, you quit or I'll fucking quit for you. Yeah, if you don't so quit, like, I'm going to leave and then you'll be top dog for real. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, like, I'll be okay. top dog. Great. It's not a big deal. Uh, I guess we can make it work. But, uh, yeah. So, yeah. This is... um. Nico, uh, he says in on November 15th, 2019, that is three years since his brother died. So November 15th, 2016, that's when he died. And then they must have filmed this whole season and done this and then put it out and done this uh, reunion before January of 2017. So all this happened so quick, and then he got with his girl. He got—he must have gotten with his girl right after that. Like he left the reunion and fell into the arms of his new girlfriend. Is that the timeline? 
into the arms of a girlfriend. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Well, yeah. So at the time, EJ found Nico's apology to him half-hearted and that he only did it just to get through the season. Uh, and Captain Lee says, uh, now that he's seen Nico's childish behavior all through the season, had he known at the end, he wouldn't have given him a promotion to Bosun. And Nico finds it hard to hear and agrees that he wasn't very mature in his behavior, but he feels like he earned response he earned the responsibility of Bosun. And then Bree chimes in, like, yeah, he learned a lot. He earned a which I was like, this is unnecessary, Bree. You don't need to chime in at this point. Like, we get it. You're team Nico. You were team Nico, the whole fucking charter. We get it. Oh. Um, Captain Lee says he's not impressed by Nico's excuses because uh, Nico needed the help and so Captain Lee gave him the help but he didn't appreciate the help like he should have um, yeah well let's well, uh, let's take a, a quick break and we'll be yeah, right back let's take our final break and then we'll come wrap this show up right after this no Nick Two more breaks. We'll do two two more breaks after this. Six more segments right after this. Coming up. Right after. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then... Fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor! Gene, we'll boot it! Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene, and last on the business. 
I understand now. It is a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Jean. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Jean, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. And we're back. We're counting that as four breaks. There'll just be one more later. No. So, uh, so now we're getting into the relationships on board. And apparently Matt, Nico, Kate, Baker, Jen and Kyle and EJ are single. But then Bree switches her answer in the end and says she's not single. She says, no, I'm not single. Weird. It was unclear. Yeah, well. Um, Shh. What? Um, th- yeah, that was uh, really weird. No, I'm not. Okay, here's the deal. Here's the deal, y'all. I have a boyfriend, but I plan on fucking Nico. All right? Is everybody happy? Uh, I'm not single. I'm bingle. So, uh... What? Single as a shingle. Uh, I'm single and ready to tingle. Tingle in my pingle. No. Back to you. Uh, They ask EJ why he couldn't seal the deal with baker and he says that he was working and he didn't want to kiss her and then just leave and baker's like kissy pissy rissy and she's like she doesn't feel bad that ej didn't make the move because he's not aggressive and he's like well i'm aggressive and she's like there's nothing wrong with a little kissy kissy there isn't i mean except when it's uh with baker or ej i mean ej 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 Gross. Uh, yeah. So they get into Matt and Bree's day. Could and you Bree's... imagine kissing EJ? No, I don't even want to talk about it. Would you? I uh, look. Um, somebody wrote some fan fiction and they left it in a five star review on Apple Podcasts, and it's about you and EJ. It's, uh, okay, I they hate ship you. you guys. Okay. Oh, they ship us. Well, I'll uh-huh. ship my fist up your asshole in a second. <laughs> All right. Not the first time I've heard that. <laughs> Prove it. Oh, so they get into Matt and Bree's day, and Bree says if Matt didn't drink so much on the day, it would have gone a lot smoother. And Matt says it really, in the end, it worked out for the best because they worked so closely together in the galley. And Bree says she isn't dating yet, but she is in love with the musician she just met. Um, yeah, this was such a weird fight. Like she hadn't even met this guy, but she's in love with him. But she said she had met him, right? Yeah, but you know what it really feels like? It feels like she fell in love with a John Mayer song. She's like, he's oh. my boyfriend. <laughs> he's my boyfriend. <laughs> uh, Kate says she's definitely into men now. Just men. Yeah, that we got that from before when it was obvious Yeah. to everyone but you that uh, you were not in love with that lady. Well, nah, JK. She was totally in love with her. It was a great relationship. She broke her heart. She never dated another woman. Um, she gets to do whatever she wants because she's a human being. And they, and if you, you know, if if you, you know, whatever you, uh, what I you support. Yeah, <laughs> you're drowning. Great, and I'm just like a hip guy who's with it with the new with the current times. 
<laughs> I almost passed out. But everyone's oh, great. Oh, boy. You know? <laughs> Just You got to transition into a new topic when I'm dying. Okay, well, um, that was a lot to take in. You, you have topics did. written down. Just so, uh, stop freaking out. It's okay. Okay, sorry. You'll survive this. I know, I know, I know. You'll just be canceled for a few years. A, you'll have to move just back Just a little home. worse than last time. You'll have time. to move back home, but it'll be okay. And where's this back home? Where my parents currently live that I've never lived? No, Jamaica. <laughs> Jamaica, very <laughs> funny. Back home to Jamaica. <laughs> Yeah. So they asked Jen about the charter guest who grabbed her butt, and she said it was implied that they wanted a threesome, even though they didn't ex- uh, like ex- ask out loud. Mm, they said it. And then they asked she Kate. She took off her shirt and asked you to squeeze her boobs. I think she said it. Yeah, that was a lot. You can count that. They uh they asked Kate why she didn't address the sexual assault on Jen to the captain, and she says it was based off how Jen was describing it. She thought it was more playful. But she also didn't see it and that people get really drunk and think a lot of things happen on yachts and rich people think they can buy anyone or anything. And she says that she made sure Jen was never alone with the guest again. And Captain Lee says she handled it appropriately by separating Jen from the guests and didn't allow them to come close to her again. But if things had escalated, he would have gotten involved and turned the boat around and they would have walked home. Uh-huh. That's, is... how, that's how you get home from a boat, idiot. <laughs> uh I mean, that was a interesting kind of glaze over the situation and constant. She's like, people sexually harass people all the time on boats. The thing you need to understand about sexual harassment on boats is that we all just care about the tip and not the livelihood or mental health of our staff. Mm-hmm. It's so, uh, they, they brush over this kind of stuff all the time on this show. And I think that's like such a glaring, um, uh, like hot spot on this show, if you will, that they they truly, I mean, like season one was where they addressed it. Like like the crew was very disturbed by it more so than like uh, Adrian Gang, you know, when the the guy was being like, "Yeah, your titties, let me put a flashlight up to your." Yeah, tits. yeah, well, yeah. Well, of course. Well, Adrian Gang like, obviously like should be in jail. Like, that was the most outrage a crew has ever shown. Like, the crew didn't even react to this interaction. Like, they were like, "Mm mm-hmm. I have a new phrase that we should chant every time we see Adrian Gang. Are you ready? I'd rather not even talk about it. Are you ready? Sure. Lock her up. Okay, stop it. Lock her up. Stop it. Who do you think is more gay, Adrian Gang or Kate? All right. Okay, this question is so problematic. I don't even know where to begin with you sometimes. Sometimes before Look, you ask just, a wild-ass question, just think and be like, do I really want this on uh, and, tape? Uh, I, don't, I don't know if you've ever done 125 episodes of a show in two months. but Did you lose uh, your mind? Uh, there's only so many things to talk about, and you fucking try it. <laughs> I do. I have a ton to talk about. And you want to ask who's more gay? <laughs> Who's gayer? That's your like. That's all it says on all your notes. <laughs> that's where you've come down to. It's just over and over. <laughs> it doesn't even matter the episode. That's just what I wrote. That's hilarious. All well, all sailing and no play makes Jack wonder who's gay. Hmm. It's 
Bruno. But uh, so they get oh, into. Oh yeah, he's got a boy. He's got a. He's married to a man. That that that'll make you more gay, I guess. Yeah. So they get into Nico and Bree, and Andy Cohen calls it. I don't know, Andy. If um, <laughs> if being gay, if uh, if this being uh, married to a man uh, makes me gay, I guess uh, that's your that's what you put on it. But me, I see it like a soul, like a beautiful. Now, like do you a feel light, like this accent is a good idea? Like a beautiful light that comes out of a man's cock, and I say, "Ooh, that draws me to him." If you, if that's gay, look, I have sex with a man every night, and it's the only time I've ever orgasmed. If that's gay, I guess I'm gay. But that's not gay. May I, I ask? I think that's my Oscar moment. May I ask? Yes. Did yes. You may, feel, may you ask? Did you feel like that accent was appropriate? I felt like maybe we should erase it. <laughs> Do you? But I'm not going to because not enough people uh, care about what we do here. Uh, so it won't matter. All right. No, what's next? Also, these people know me. You know, I'm a good guy. I'm Nick. I'm Nick. I'm just Nick. You know. All right, back to you. So, um, yeah, uh, they're talking about Nico and Bree, and Andy Cohen says Bowie meets girl. Classic. Yeah, he's got some writers this season. Well. He always does like boat puns like that. You know, they call him buns where he's from. <sighs> buns. The buns. Nico says that him and Melissa got together for a little afterward, but it ended again soon after. And he says he told her before what happened. So she wasn't, she wasn't happy watching the show. And he says he handled it all the wrong way, but he doesn't regret it because he got comfort and support from Bree and, and then he kind of like uh, swishes around it a little, beats around the swishes? bush. Swishes? Wow. <laughs> you think I'm problematic. Swishes. I don't really know what that means. He beats around the bush when it comes to- Wow. Beats around the bush. Okay. <laughs> Nick, We're just me... doing it now. Out in the open, huh? <laughs> Nick. He's beating around the bush when it comes to explaining that his girlfriend broke up with him while the show was airing. Like right. he's being like, yeah, you know, we broke up. It didn't work out. And Andy Cohen keeps being like, Did, is it because what she saw on the show? And he's like, oh, no, know, no, I no. That had nothing to do with it. Because I was open about everything. Yeah, beforehand. no, I told her everything while it was happening. Like while I was making out with Brie or, or fucking her, I would call my girlfriend and be like, um, fucking Brie. And so she totally got it. And then he's like, but did you guys break up while the show was airing? And no, then he was no, like, no, no. It was between the um <clears throat> the seventh and the eighth episode. Um, so it wasn't but you know, I guess I guess technically, if you want to say, you know, during one episode, I guess I guess you could say I'm gay. <laughs> so yeah, she broke up with him after the show aired because she was like, You're an idiot. And- uh yeah. She saw that it's one thing when you tell your girlfriend something, when you lie to your girlfriend about what actually happened. And it's another thing when, <laughs> when you can see it. And then it's a third thing when all of her friends can see it. Yeah. Yeah. There's no one could survive that. No. And uh um, That's yachting. Yeah, Bree says she didn't feel that Nico was fully honest about the state of his relationship with Melissa, even though he claims he was. She's like, yeah, but I didn't know you guys were, like, dating for, like, a year, and it was committed and all that. And 
But I think Brie kind of knew because she oh, says Oh, Brie it. knew because she said it at the yeah. beginning of the season. Yeah. Um, and then Brie yeah, says she if she had more feelings invested in Nico, she would have been more hurt by it all. But it was just a boatman's. Uh, boatman's. So they want to know what happened. It's a between- showman's. Yeah, showman's. They want to know what they want to know what happened between Brie and Nico in Barcelona when they first met. And they say nothing. It was just bar hopping, and then they shared a cab home. Uh, and then they went their separate ways, and he was putting his moves on her, and she was attracted to him. But they were both really drunk, and nothing happened. She talked so much about just how drunk he was in that cab. I would love to see how drunk he was in that cab. Dude, we know how we know Frico. Okay, <laughs> Freak. Nico, Nico, that's what I see go. <laughs> okay. Nico feels he was very clear about his relationship with Brie the whole time and uh, his relationship with Melissa the whole time with Brie. And they say that they went to a hotel and, and I know everyone thinks they fucked, but really they just talked all night about everything and now they are bonded for life. I was like, bonded by your dick and her vagina. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, so now they're talking about Jen and they want to know what Jen thought the job was supposed to be when, and she's like, well, I complain sometimes, but I'm very verbal and I like to talk out all my problems. Um, I'm sorry. I thought that the the job was talking to my daughter on Skype. That's all I ever wanted to do. Yeah. And so they, they asked Kate. If she could have been nicer to Jen. And she says that's why she was there the whole season. Because she remembered her own time as a third stew. She said it was a lot of work. But she says it wasn't her worst crew yet. Her worst or her worst crew that she's ever worked with. She says her worst crew was the one on Eros where she worked with Rocky. Because Rocky was just a mess. And he said Jen actually made her laugh and they had a lot of fun together. Hey, that's rude. I'm in love with Rocky. Yeah, nobody cares. So (laughs) they ask... um, Basically, they were like, remember when Kate says, like, she sucks at her job, but she's funny, that Kate yeah. said to the Jen. the guests the about guests. Jen, in about front of Jen. Jen. And front Kate Jen. says it wasn't appropriate for her to say that, and she apologizes to Jen for it, and she says she was trying to cater to the guests who were, like, sassy, and Jen says that they had a banter going on that was sassy, but also jovial, but it was a slippery slope because it was a thin line, because one second goes from joking and then to insulting, and she apologizes to Kate as well. And Kate says she is a bitch, and that's just the way it is. And Captain Lee says she, Kate never said anything to him about Jen, but after he saw the show, he thought there were a few moments where he would have definitely given Jen a talking to about her behavior and how she was talking to Kate. Mm, uh, and then Jen's like, helpful. I would have appreciated that. And it's like, what? Okay. I love criticism. It's, it's like, Jen, you would have lost your goddamn mind if Captain Lee pulled you aside and like criticized you in any way. Oh, I thought you said if Captain Lee pulled me aside and told me my daughter was on a Skype call. Yeah. They asked Kyle why he's, why he's so salty with Jen. And he's like, yeah. It's, okay, Kyle says a bunch of stuff that it's all half of it's bleeped out because it, he's just swearing. And it's just nonsense. He's like, yeah, slagging off Kate in the other end. And I'm like, dude, what? Chill out. This is not like your fight to fight. And and Kate's like, hey, you know, she needed to vent. It's okay. But he's like going off. And Kate's like, I don't need you to fight my battles for you, for me. It's okay. And, and then, I don't know. Kyle just thinks Jen is full of shit. And he like hates her. He hates her ever since she touched his fucking gravy with her fork. He he can't even look at her. Like he just like 
swears under his breath every time she says anything. Well, don't touch a fucking man's sauce, you know? Mm. Speaking well, of who, the sauces, you know, Matt's the king of the sauces. Everybody was talking about Matt's sauces all season. He must have good sauces. His huh? dressing, you. you mean? Yeah, but it's sauces. Come on. He's a saucier. He shouldn't be a chef. He should be a saucier. A saucier. So Bree says Kate and Jen were hard on each other, but they had their own thing going on that she tried to stay out of. And Matt says he thought Jen and Kate were having a lot of fun. And Bree says she got a lot, a lot of laughs working with them, even though it was a lot of work for Bree because she had to keep up, pick up all of Jen's slack. Mm-hmm. Then they ask about the infamous whoring around comment. And Jen says the comment went too far and got out of control. And again, again, Kate and Jen agree that they were that they both apologized to each other and didn't mean to insult each other. And it was all a big misunderstanding. And Jen also apologizes about calling Baker a whore. And Baker says she's cool with it because they were both drunk and whatever. And Jen says she doesn't normally drink like that. So she didn't recognize herself either when she was that drunk and watching it back and uh, everyone seems to have made peace with uh, Jen, except for Kyle. So let's talk about that situation. Situation. Wow. They get into clever. the Kyle and Jen food situation, and Kyle says that Jen has no manners. And Jen's like, um, I'm sorry, I honestly didn't realize. And he's like, you have no manners. And she's like, you're just going to generalize that I have no manners because of that one little incident? And he's like, yeah, fuck you. And then Kyle says he, sp- says he spends a lot of time with men on boats, so when he sees an attractive lady, he goes all in. And then Andy Cohen asks a question that I think they like completely miss, but he goes... On boats like that, when you're just surrounded by men, is a hole just a hole? And he doesn't answer it because I think he's just like rambling about something else. But I was like, oh, my God, Andy Cohen. That's a wild ass question to ask. Well, he lives in a different world, you know. Yeah. And so uh, Jen says that it did feel like people looked down upon her and forgot what it was like to be green like she was and says she doesn't like to play the victim and then both Kyle and Brie laugh at this and Kyle says she's full of shit. And Jen defends, or not, Kate defends Jen's experiences as it was her first time on a yacht and Brie says she thought she was second stew when she came on the boat but also appreciated the promotion from uh, Kate and Jen agrees that she deserved it. Yeah, well. (sighs) Whatever. I don't, don't, do they, do they, they don't tell you like your job when you get hired? Well, I think like, it's, it's decided who's second stew when you get there. Oh, really? Yeah. That's like what I've seen. Like when, um, like last season, Hannah and sat down in, in season two of med, Hannah sat down with bugs and, uh, Lauren and she goes, bugs, you'll be my second stew. But I don't Interesting. know. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll finish the shit out of this episode. Bye. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. 
Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor! Gene, was we'll it. Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Jean, and Vlastar on the business. I understand now. He's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Jean. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Jean, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Welcome back. So EJ says Kate knows what she's doing, but the rest of the stews weren't as well versed with all the different experiences. And some were coming in with no experience to little experience. And then Brie gets mad that he says that she had little experience. She's like, I had actually more than a little experience. And it's like, really, bitch? Because it did not appear so when you were on the boat. But uh, yeah, he says that Kate got them through the season and did a great job. And Kate says no one makes her laugh harder than Jen and they're good friends now, but she isn't sure she'd work with her on a yacht again because she'd rather see Jen in her own element because she has other skills is what she says. But yeah, Jen and Kate, based off me even looking at Jen's Instagram, they're they're vibing. They're good friends. They love each other. Do you think they'll get together? And Kate's like, it's because we're both Florida girls. And I was like, oh, God. Good luck. Yeah, because everyone in every state gets along with every other person. Well, I mean, I'm always like, hey, you know, like me and so-and-so, Cali girls. That's what you say? No, I've never said that. Oh, thank God. There's one person I know who is from near me, but we have a contentious relationship. Is it any member of your family? Yes. 
my mother. <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, so Bruno said, or Bruno joins in via Skype from Lisbon, Portugal, and he's all jacked up. That's right. He's had more workout. It is I, uh, Bruno. Okay, Nick. Uh, Bruno. Thread lightly. So I, he says he's in gay. <gasps> I am in uh, Portugal. He's not from. What is this accent? Fish. This accent is, is all over the place. European. Okay, you're a mess. <laughs> so, I am a vaguely European. So, yes, uh, he's engaged to his partner, Joseph, and Andy tries to label him as gay. And Bruno's Whoa, like, Joseph? Like, Bruno's like, I Do you don't... think that's the <laughs> five-star review that was left? Joseph Peters? Pitieros. Joseph, I am from France and Spain. Wow, that's crazy to think about. Back to you. Yeah. I don't think they're connected, but okay. So yeah. uh, he's engaged his partner, Joseph, and Andy tries to be like, so you're gay. And Bruno's like, well, I don't really like labels, but, oh. you know, if if being engaged to a man makes don't you gay. Don't label me. Then, uh, label a soup. But he says, but then he says, well, then I'd be happy to be gay. Uh, yeah. Um, so uh, I'm sorry. I have to ask you once again. Are you gay or not? Look, You're talking to me, Andy Cohen. I don't like labels, but if I were to be gay because I'm uh, married or going to marry a man, then I'll be gay. That is the most frustrating answer he could have given. Yeah. And so Bruno says he is Team Nico when asked if he's Team Nico or Tico. Team EJ. Tico? Team mm -hmm. Nico? Team Tico? Nico. Yeah. Because he was there in the beginning supporting him. And teaching him, so uh, he automatically is Team Nico, even though I'm pretty sure EJ probably taught him more, but that's just... Uh... No, it was Nico. Oh, okay. So they get into Matt and his cooking, and he says it was a rough season, and he brought his personal shit to the workplace, which he wishes he didn't, and says that... Kate says it was a nice break from Ben's intensity, and she actually liked working with Matt a lot. Uh, and yeah, and Matt said he had a great sous chef in Bruno. Uh, but of course, Bruno doesn't like labels. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. But I'm sure he loves the label of sous chef. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he loves the label of being that hot dude's fucking husband, too. Mm -hmm. He ain't mad. He ain't mad. And Bruno says he loves cooking, so he was quick to help Matt when he needed help, and that he's a, Matt's a great listener and willing to to let someone help him, which is why they got along so well in the galley. And Matt says Kate helped him through the whole season and he couldn't have done it without her. And then apparently, I guess, Bruno laughs during this and they're like, Bruno, why are you laughing? And Bruno says, it was great when Kate stepped up to help, but before that, it was just criticism. And he didn't see her sitting with him like in the last charter. And Kate says that Bruno was very helpful with the chocolate balls that he loved to handle. She's just calling him... Schmicken, uh, uh jokes about him loving to play with balls. Uh, but he was out of line and entitled, and they appreciate his teamwork, but would appreciate if he didn't boast about it all the time. And Bruno said, I don't he was just mean to, to brag, don't mean to be the bosun. Sorry. Is that a known song? I don't mean to brag, I don't mean to boast, but something, something, something on my breakfast toast. Oh. Get your shit together, Anna. Uh, Bruno says he was trying to be helpful the whole season, but Kate was constantly cutting his legs. And I think other people say, you cut your own legs or something like that. And Damn, that's smart. And Bree says that she would rather have Bruno be a stew because he's so stewlicious. 
and he might actually be. I was looking at his Instagram, in which I was sending you photos, screenshots from, and he uh, he might actually be working as a stew because it looked like he went and worked on a different boat. And, yeah, he might actually be. Yeah, and he hashtag steward. I, I did know. see one one cameo. He was uh, said he was quarantining on a boat. Oh, yeah. Uh, which means I'm not he impressed. Has, he has so many photos that he posts. Like he just has like a backlog of photos that he can post on his Instagram all day. Uh, Captain Lee says Matt was too late, and he wanted him to succeed from the start because he already had it in him. And he didn't need someone like Bruno to help him. And Kate says she thinks Bruno would be a great stew, but she wouldn't work with him because he doesn't respect her. And Bruno says he respects everyone as long as they respect him as well. And he says that um, they just had a lot of unpleasant moments and it doesn't matter what your stripes are. You have to respect everyone around you. Bruno just doesn't like rude people, but then at Loki, he's like pretty rude and condescending himself. He's a rude, rude person. Mm-hmm. Sing it. Sublime, y'all. Oh, so they asked Captain to Captain Lee to select his all-star crew team, and he goes with Kate, Nico, Eddie, Kat. He says he loves Kat. He says she's a phenomenal stew. Uh, then he says Ben and Kelly. The two I'm surprised by, surprised by are Kat and Kelly. Wasn't expecting that. Yeah, well, he, like, turns into... When people have, like, bad dads, he becomes their dad. And so Kate and Kelly and Nico, they all needed a dad. Cat. Cat and Kelly and Nico, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Nico went home, at, apparently, and joined a plumbing apprenticeship program and is working for his family's plumbing and concrete company, which is the most Chicago thing I've ever heard in my life. And I went home, I joined the plumbing and concrete company. I live in Chicago. Uh, now, you think that um, the only city with plumbing is Chicago. Is that right? No, but it's just such a like, uh, it's uh, it's so uh, blue collar. I don't know. There's something about it. Chicago. Wow, it's, a, it's a working man city. No, I didn't say it's too wow, blue collar for me. Rough. I'm just saying it's a blue collar sort of vibe. You only like top of the deck. You no, know, I'm saying like Chicago, kind of it's got a blue collar type sure, of vibe. Yeah, I think I and I don't it. not like that. I'm just saying it's a funny uh, thing to do if you're from Chicago. Uh -huh. It's very not a funny thing. It's a common thing to do is to go wow, work in the family hole. business where there's concrete being poured into the uh, graves of men we've killed. Jesus That's Christ. right. Nico's in the mafia now. Democrats. Democrats? They ruined, they ruined that city. <laughs> You're an idiot. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, he went home and joined his apprenticeship and his family's plumbing and concrete company, and he's studying to get his captain license because him and his brother are apparently going to buy a boat in Chicago, and they're going to start chartering it out next summer. But he don't know what boat yet. They're still looking. <sighs> yeah. So, EJ says his regret is from the season is that he should have kissed Baker and that everyone's trying to get them to kiss. And, and Baker's like, no kissy kissy for me, see. And Jen and Kate said they really clicked. And Nico and Matt apparently have been hanging out. And Bree and Baker have really connected, apparently, because of their, like, Burning Man travels or whatever. And uh, Kyle says he's lonely, but him and EJ have hung out and played foosball. 
And then EJ almost leaves Kyle hanging in the weird hand movement thing he gives him. And then he finally doesn't when Kyle's like, don't leave me hanging, bro. And EJ's like, oh, yes, I am a robot posing to be a human being. I forgot what human interactions <laughs> are like. And uh, ha, they literally, ha, ha. <laughs> and they like programmed him to be Ned Flanders. He's like, I'm sorry, I don't understand secret handshakes. And that's the end of the You turn reunion. diddly earned my nerd <laughs> dial too far. <laughs> <laughs> that's too real he would say that he's like he's like oh gee whiz i'm ej what could that stand for elizabeth that's right my first name's elizabeth i wouldn't be surprised oh my god elizabeth joan wait what is ej ej uh let's find out ernest jansen no no are you serious i don't know or, maybe Oh wait, it's EJ. It is, it is EJ Jansen. Yeah, I just looked up his name. So wait, it says, there's a Reddit thread saying why all the hate for EJ. Well, it started by not EJ Jansen. So I clearly didn't start it. Um, EJ Jansen, below deck, full name. No. It's Emil Jansen. Emil? <laughs> I'm not joking. That's why they had to give him EJ. That's probably not even his name. He's like, oh, why not the Emil? Yeah, it says Yacht Guy has been seen on Bravo's hit TV show Below Deck. Yes, his name is Emil Jansen, EJ. Wow. Emil. His name is Emil. That's beautiful. Wow. I mean, you really learn something every day. Emil Jansen programmed. Well, it's been a hell of a season. Is there anything else? I hope not. Uh, yeah, that's the end of season five. Wow. That's it, guys. Uh, you, you want a boat fact real quick? Yeah, let's have some boat facts with Nikki T's. Well, you know my, um, my best friend who is uh, married to Bruno... What? Um, oh, Joseph. Joseph Peters, yeah. He mm -hmm. actually gave us two boat facts. That's right. Bonus boat fact, he says. Overflowing toilets aren't an uncommon occurrence mm -mm. on uh, ships. Yeah. And, uh, you know, apparently apparently that's true. Um, pool noodles, it, like, because when people leave cruise ships, um, they just, like, don't want to take all their stuff, so they'll... Just uh, flush stuff, including they found pool noodles, T-shirts, shoes. Wait, okay, stop. Anything they don't want to pack with them when they leave, they will just flush down the toilet. And they use what? vacuum flush systems, which are efficient but very sensitive. And so, like, even something like a tampon can take out the toilets for everyone above and below your room. Why um, would you flush a pool noodle? No, I mean, that's bonkers. I don't know, but obviously someone did it. That's devastating to hear yeah yeah it's awful thank you joseph i love you good night that's it for me guys good night um what a season and we will see you next in the mediterranean do we know where exactly uh yeah i think going they're, to going to, they're going to italy this season this italy season. fuck yeah did you know that you can go to sicily for half off yeah you told me 
Oh my god, I can't fucking wait. All right, well, I'll see you guys there. Don't do the end stuff. That's going to be a yes, great season. Yes, we do. Good night, we everybody. Do it. You can follow us at Deckheads Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com. Uh, leave us a five star review. Nick gets so excited when there's a boat fact in there, even if you have to make one up. We're okay with that. And uh, follow me at Anna Hostia. Follow Nick at Nick's Turners. And we are outie pouties. Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was good! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really needs your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.